0: That's indicating that you've just gotten a a good story that you need to put on the front page. Well, it's kind of what happened here tonight with me. God gave me a wonderful message, but He waited until about 5.30 this afternoon to do it. But it's a good message. I really believe that. I believe it's one of God's best ones that He's ever given me. It's in, in the book of Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse number 28. When you find it, if you would, stand with me as we honor God at the reading of his word tonight. Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you, God, for the way that it's going to minister to us, (coughs) strengthen us, give us rest. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight's message is called, Lay Your Burdens Down. You know, every one of us, I'm sure, has some kind of a burden that we're carrying with us tonight. And you know, God wants all of those burdens. He wants your burdens. He wants our burdens. He wants your burdens. He wants my burdens. He wants everybody's burdens in this house tonight. He wants us to lay it at the foot of the cross tonight. And, and surrender it to him. Give it to him. Because we and ourselves are insufficient to be able to carry that burden. Because so many burdens are so heavy. And that's what Jesus was saying. He said it's his, his burden is light. In other words, in comparison to what we deal with, his burden is light. He's going to exchange that with us. He's going to give us his burden. And he's going to take our burden or burdens, whichever the case might be. And he's going to minister to those needs. But but it's a matter of letting go. What I call letting go and letting God. Let go and let God. You know, it, he wants to take that burden away from you tonight. And you know, right now, Brother, Paul, Brother Lawrence and Sister Kay Lynn, they're feeling very burdened right now. And I understand that, believe me. I've been in their situation before, uh, especially when I lost my granddad on my mom's side. It, it devastated me. He was, him, him and I were just about like this. I mean, we were that close. And matter of fact, he gave me, he gave me his one, in, in leaving his stuff to people, he left me his fishing basket. And I was so proud of that thing because it was pretty big and it was pretty sturdy. Somehow over the years, though, it lost its strength in the nail. I mean, not the nail, in the, in the rope. And I was fishing with this evangelist on a lake, and we ended it, well, actually it was more like a pond. Anyways, we, get, we were out fishing, and we were catching them right and left, and we were stuffing them in that basket. And when I went to pull the basket up for us to go home, guess what? The basket wasn't on the other end of that rope. Man, talking about heartbreak. I mean, that's nothing compared to what they're going through. Don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing the two together. What I'm saying is that it saddened me when when that happened. Because it was like a memory of my granddad was floating down the lake or the pond. And I couldn't get it back. But you know what? They can. They can think about their wife and their mother. And they can get their memories of her back. And they can be blessed tonight. But they've got to choose to surrender that burden tonight to the Lord, if if they can, as much as you possibly can. I know it's not going to be instantaneous. I know that because it wasn't with me and my granddad. Whenever he had, we had the funeral for him. It, it broke me down, and I even cried out at the at the funeral next to the casket. I said, "Why did it have to happen? Why couldn't it have been me?" That's what I said. I remembered. I was 15 years old at the time. But i'm 64 now but i remember to to this day that i said those words and for whatever the reason it wasn't me it was him but you know it saddened me and when i got in the family car i told my mom this i said mom i'm never going into another church as long as i live and she turned and looked straight at me and she said son your granddad wouldn't have wanted that she's right She was right. And I did go back to church. But you know. What I'm trying to get across. Is this tonight folks. That we've got to surrender. Those things that are breaking our hearts. To God. And he'll mend it. He'll he'll restore. that That broken heart. He'll give it back to you. In one piece. But we've got to do it. On a daily basis. For as long as it takes. That grieving process with my granddad. Took a long time. Before I finally got over <clears> it. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same. For Brother Lawrence and Sister Kay Lynn. I believe that. But I'm just saying is. That tonight can be the beginning night of that. Of them just transferring the burden. Of everything over to God. Over to the Lord Jesus Christ. And saying I'm going to take your, your burden. Since it's life. And you could have mine, which is so tremendously heavy. And you know, I believe that that's going ha- gonna to help the situation here tonight. I believe that he said to come to him, those that are heavy heavy laden and are weary, and he will give you rest. That's what you need right now. You need rest in your soul. You need rest in your spirit. You need rest. From the worries of the world. You need rest from the, the things that Satan is going to try to hurl at you in these days of, in the days ahead. Because he's going to try to get you to thinking about that all over again. And he's going to be trying to get you to think to yourself. Well, you weren't a very good daughter. You weren't a very good husband. You know what? That's a lie straight from the pit of hell. You were the best husband you could be. You were the best daughter you could be. And there's no doubt in my mind that that was the true case of the matter. And I'm here to tell you tonight. Just don't believe what the devil is trying to to tell you because he's nothing but a liar. Matter of fact, he couldn't tell you the truth if he wanted to. And he doesn't, of course. He's nothing but a liar. He's the father of lies. And so what we need to do tonight is this. We need to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and give him our burdens and, and, and ask him to give us his in return. And then we need to find that rest. You know, his was disciples. I've tried to find this passage in the scripture scriptures, but I couldn't find it. But I know it's there. There was a time when Jesus, his disciples, had been so busy with the, the uh, ministry that they were burdened down. And so he takes them off into the side. Even because he sees another crowd on the bank waiting for them to get to shore. But he decides, I, I've got better things I've got to do with these guys right now. He took him to the side in the water there in a boat, and he just rested with him. He just told him, he said, just take it easy for right now, guys, because you're heavy laden. You're, you're weary, but I'm going to give you rest. And that's exactly what he did before they had to go back to shore. So before you have to get back into the real world, take a moment and catch your breath and rest. Just Just find your rest in Jesus tonight. Just just turn everything over to him. And he will take care of you. He he wants to love on you tonight. He wants to wrap his big wonderful loving arms around you. He just wants you to let him envelop you. And and to just smother you in his love tonight. That's how you're going to find rest and love in Christ Jesus tonight. And I'm telling you folks. It did wonders for me when I lost my granddad. I finally learned the secret of releasing everything to him. I laid it at the foot of the cross. But you know what we have a tendency of doing? Whether it's a burden like we're, he, they're carrying tonight, or whether it's a burden of some other sort. What the thing we normally do is this. We'll come to the altar. We'll pray. We'll say, Lord, take this burden from me. And then we believe that he's done it. But then when we start to go back out the doors, We take it right back with us again. We pick it back, pick it back up, and we lead with it all over again. And that's why we're always seem to be always heavy laden and worried, weary. But you know what? If we learn that key, like I did, learn the key of laying at the foot of the cross and then just leave it there and actually leave it there. Just give it to him. He will take care of it for you. You know. There's <clears throat> I wanted to read this again because I want to want you to picture this if you can with your mind's eye. Here we go. take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. If you receive what Jesus has for you, then you will find rest. Your burden will be transferred. You know, I can't remember the name of the song, but it talks about uh, giving our burdens to the Lord. Rolling our burdens onto Him, or or something to that effect. And that's what we need to learn to do. Whenever we're burdened down, we need to learn the key of just being able to roll them off onto Him. The Bible says... Here, let's, I remember now where I was going to take us. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. I think this will start making a little more sense to us when we read what it says. 1 Peter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. In other words, we need to learn how to cast our care. That word cast actually means to throw off on or to roll off on to. It means either one of those. Those are both definitions that the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance gives for that word of care. is to either throw it off onto, onto Jesus or roll it off onto him. Give it to him. Cast your care upon the Lord, not upon yourself, not upon other people. You know, other people are well-meaning. Don't get me wrong. They can be helpful in times such as this. They can be somebody that we need to go to and pray with and talk with and and let them encourage us and give us words of, of encouragement, give us words of wisdom and things of that nature. But, you know, the one that we really need to look to right now is Jesus. We need to give it to him. But like I said, don't, 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 don't cut your nose off to spite your face. Realize the importance of how God has put certain people in your life to be a help to you in times such as this. You know, there was a a lady last night that me and my wife and Brother Lawrence ministered to in her home. After she heard the news about Sister Karen. And we went over there. And we prayed with her. And we talked with her. And we encouraged her. And we did what we could to lift her up. And you know sometimes. When you got bad news to share. You wonder should I really have told that person about that. And my answer is yes. Because it would be better to hear it from you. Than to hear it from somebody else. Or to hear it in the obituary of the newspaper. It would be better to hear from you, and so I was glad that Brother Lawrence broke the news to this lady, and and, they, and then he called and asked us to come help him minister to her, and we did. And what I'm saying is, is this that you need friends like those that are willing to to be there in time of need, and that was what was going on with this lady last night after we shared that after he shared that news with her. And we went and talked with her and prayed with her. We did what we could to minister to her needs. And so that's what I'm saying is that we need one another in times such as this. So I'm hoping and I'm praying that not only my wife and myself and my daughter will call and check on Brother Lawrence and Sister Kaylin and the other family members, the Linnell and uh, Roger and his wife. And um, there'll be my name, Michelle. And your Aunt Michelle, yeah, amen. And anybody else that God puts on your heart to call and ask about, ask how they're doing. Because they need to know that their church family's with them right now. They need to know that. Not just think it. Not just say, well, I'm sure somebody else is calling them and talking to them. Don't pull that, that stunt. Just go ahead and do it yourself. Find out yourself. Pray with them over the phone. Or you hang up. Uh, Go in person and visit with them. You know, I'm sure that they wouldn't mind that as well. So let's let's not smother them in so much that they don't have time to grieve. But on the other hand, let's not make them think they're, they're forgotten. That we aren't thinking about them. That we don't care because we do and we love them. And Sister Karen was such a great blessing to this church as well as to her family. She was. She she would come up here and she would help out in the kitchen and she would bake things for the, the church and, and things of that nature when we had meals together and things. She, would, she pitched in and did what she could to be a blessing to this church, not just to her family. And I praise God that she had that kind of a heart and that kind of spirit about her. She, she was a blessing. She was a godly woman. She was a, a, a godly wife. She was a godly mother. She, she's, she was godly. I bet if you might have looked in the, in the dictionary under the word godly, it wouldn't have surprised me if you found her picture. I mean, that's how much this woman was a godly woman. And she was full of faith. Full of faith. And she always cheered me on. Amen. She, she always came. cheered you on, Kaylin. You're right. Straight video. She won't come up that out of line. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So you know, it's such a blessing that she knew Jesus as her Savior. And it's such a blessing that she was such a help to her family and to us. And let's let them know how much we care about them. Can we? That's what I want to make a picture on I hope so you make it so better. Amen. Can we do that much for them, please? Just love on them and let them know that we care about them, that we're there for them. And let's, oh, one thing more before we close out tonight, I wanted to say this. In the days ahead, I'm not sure when yet for sure, but not too long from now, we're going to have a memorial service for Sister Karen here at the church. And we're going to have a meal to celebrate her home goal and i just want to make you make you aware of that and we're going to have it for their entire family wise and will cleanse it both they're all going to be invited to come and everybody in the church can come so to celebrate sister karen and her life is there Father, we thank you tonight for the words that you've spoken. We thank you, dear God, for helping us to look to you for our rest. We thank you, Father, that we find rest in you, in our relationship with you, in in your name. Lord, we thank you, God, that we can give you our burden and you'll give us a light one in return. We thank you, God, that we can take your yoke upon us, for it's easy. It's very good. It's very suitable to us serviceable to us father we just thank you dear god for your will to be accomplished and done in each of our hearts and lives be with brother Lawrence and sister kaylin god and the rest of the wise family father michelle and lanelle and janice and cindy roger and steve and the wife of roger whatever her name is Arlene. arlene we thank you father for being with her as well Father, we pray, dear God, that you'd be with Caleb also and any others, Lord, that I don't know about or can't think of. We just thank you right now for ministering to those those people and giving them your peace and comfort and your love and grace and mercy to shower down upon them in abundant measure. And we thank you that it's done, that your name be lifted up and glorified. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask if there's anyone who would say tonight here in person or on Facebook Live, I, I don't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I want to accept him as such tonight. Anyone at all? Just raise your hand up, right up, and right back down. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Maybe you're on the Facebook Live tonight and you've watched this and you need Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because we all are going to stand before God on a day of judgment. And we've got to be ready when that happens. And the only way you're going to be ready to enter into the joy of the Lord. Is to know Christ as your Lord and Savior. So repeat this little prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father. We thank you. For your son Jesus. We thank you. That he died on the cross. In our place. For my sin. And I thank you Lord. For your, for your forgiveness. I confess my sins to you. I admit my guilt. And the sins I've committed. And I ask you. To forgive me of my sins. And to cleanse me. From all unrighteousness. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your forgiveness. I love you very much. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Once again, we are located at 201 West Royce Boulevard, spelled R-E-U-S-S. If you would like to come and be a part of what God's doing here in this church, we'd be glad to have you. Our Sunday morning service starts at 945 to 1015 with intercessory prayer. 1030 is morning worship, traditional hymns, and then we have 6 o'clock in the evenings at, uh, here at the church. We have, uh, again, We have contemporary praise and worship music for praise and worship on Sunday nights. So if you would like to come and be a part of what God's doing here, we'd be glad to have you. That's 6 o'clock on Sunday nights. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time.